You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, guys and thanks for tuning in to help for hd live this show is made possible because of a grant from teva pharmaceuticals and the griffin foundation this is your host lauren holder and today i am so excited to have trey gray on um this has been a long time coming for me i've been wanting to do this show um and now we've we've finally been able to connect we've had so much going on both of us so finally able to connect trey thank you so much for coming on Hello, I love your, uh, thank you, it's my privilege, and I love your uh, countdown, and I love your music and your theme and all this stuff, it's fantastic, we've been trying to do this for a really long time, haven't we? We have, and most everybody knows who you are, um, Trey is a drummer, he's a professional drummer, um, he's been with Brooks and Dunn for a very long time, uh, used to be with Jewel, I know, I'm not quite sure who else, but those two stand out to me because they're my favorites. Um Bass in the 90s, Jewel in the early 2000s, B&D since 2003, and, and B&D Reba since 2015. Awesome. Um, and, you, and you have Huntington's disease. And um, this is one of the reasons that I'm so excited because I reached out when I first tested back when I was 20. I'm 34 now. So back when I was 20, 21, right after testing, I actually sent you an email because I just thought – it was so amazing that with Huntington's, you were living your dream. And um, and so, you know, when I got on this show, that's one of the first things I thought whenever I started producing this was, I've got to get Trey on here at some point. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry for your positive diagnosis. That sucks. But, you know, I've always called it a blessing, not a curse. You know, we've got to meet some fantastic people. And um, through this, we're all dealing with stuff every day, you know, no matter what, you know, we all have something. But this community, I think, is kind of a special community because we're so, yeah, I don't know, there's just something about it. We're just so tight. We're, you know, we, 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 we all feel like family no matter what. And it's, it's I'm, I feel incredibly blessed to even, I, I mean, it sounds pretty silly to even have this disease, you know, to right. be able to talk about. So it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, I don't know. So I will say this, did I, hopefully, so that was, what year was that? Did you reach oh, out? Did I reach out back? I did, you right? did, you did. You sent me an email back. Yeah. Okay, good. You should see, I got a computer, I have sticky, I've got tons of sticky notes, and they're everywhere. Because if I don't, don't, I just don't remember anything. I'm, I'm, well, I have to put everything, so I'm really bad now where I have to put everything into, um, like, a, a special book, um, and it has to send me reminders on my phone, or I won't remember. See, I got somebody else told me to do, and, I, and we were talking about being Macs and PC stuff. I'm Mac for business, for my recording and stuff, right? But um, I have just a Google phone, but everybody goes, man, it's really easy to set everything up and do all that. I need to do that. I need to do what you're doing. I think it'd be a lot easier. It's getting harder for me, actually. I can play drums for hours at a time, but I can't. If I write anything more than, like, a couple little sentences, I just, my, my hand cramps up. It's yeah. Really weird. 
didn't think I'd my mouth. But anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go. No, no, you're, you're good. Getting those beeps, man, that's a Alerts. I, I love getting alerts. And I tell my family this is funny. And, um, uh, and you know this. Uh, and you know this from me personally, from being my friend. Um, I tell people that don't understand, you know, you have to stay on me about stuff. We don't want to bother you. And then something will go by. And they'll call me and go, well, you didn't do this. And I go, you didn't stay on me. I don't know what day it is. Honestly, I'm not doing that. And they're like, well, we thought you were teasing. I'm like, no. I go, come to my house, see my calendars, my family, I mean, my sisters, my brother. They know they, they stay on me. You know, I mean, they, they have to. And it's not, you know, we don't want to not be there for somebody. But our minds are just, we don't. First off, we don't have a concept of time. I don't have a concept of time. Yeah. Um, and then once that happens, like with this thing happening, oh my gosh. So it's even worse now, but, but uh, we just really don't. And it's not, you know, I have friends that would, that were getting really upset with me and they're like, well, you're really not my friend. I'm like, I'm like, guys, I love you to death, but you've got to understand. Yep. You know, the word, trust me, I don't want to purposely not remember to do something. Yeah. You know, you know oh, how hard it is. Like I have to be, I've told, I've got friends who will say the same thing to me. Oh, well, um, you know, we're going to go and do this thing. I say, you've got to send me a text message because if you don't send it to me and I don't see it, I'm not going to remember. There's just no way. And now I'm so bad. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, these are my best friends and I tell them, I'm like, you've got to send me a text message. I can't remember. Um, and now with the kids, I'm really, really bad because I'm managing their calendars and dad's calendar and my calendar. So I'm really bad. I'm like, okay, I have to have everything in one place and I need reminders. I need something that alerts me on my phone. <laughs> You're, you, you have to pass the gene down from your father. Obviously correct, right? Yeah. So my dad is my dad is symptomatic, and I am um, considered pre-manifest. Okay. So what? Okay. Oh, awesome. not awesome. Sorry. So how is your dad? My dad is sixty-two. Okay. What's his? What's his repeat? Not that that matters. Forty-two, and mine is forty-three. Wow. wow. Okay. I'm forty-seven. Mine's forty-seven. Um, I'll be fifty-two this year. My mom's was forty-seven for my mom, and she made it about Don. From diagnosis to to, uh, to actually dying, she died in 2014. She made it 12 years. My uncle made it five. So but, my um, my dad was diagnosed when he was 50, and he's 62, and he's still living in home right now. Um, and we've it's been a bit rough this year for him, um, but he is um, he's hanging in. Like he he has done fairly well for the past 12 years. And, and, and tell me what you mean rough-wise. What was he like? Give me, give me just, a, like, just give me a brief kind of what's going on with him. With him, so he was diagnosed when he was 50. He was having cognitive symptoms and the behavioral symptoms. Um, he was having issues at work. And, um, and so they sent him home to work. Well, then he couldn't navigate a computer. And he was having problems with that, um, trying to navigate and listen to somebody at the same time. Um, and so he was diagnosed because he was having some balance issues, but they weren't terrible. Um, so he was diagnosed when he was 50 and now he's 62. We're dealing with, um, he, he's a major fall risk. He can't, um, be without a wheelchair now. And wow. yeah. Doing the, uh, my mom did, did the one that you could, it's like kind of aluminum and you, she could like walk herself and then it had the, the little flip down thing that she could. Like turn around and sit. Is that the same kind of thing your dad's yeah. doing? Okay, yeah. Cool. 
and we've got a Hoyer lift to be able to lift him if we need to. We've got, you know, all kinds of equipment in the house now because um, he needs to um, Not yet. I mean, he's got, so in his arms, he's got some wasting, but it's, he hasn't lost weight anywhere else. I've been doing it for a really long time, unfortunately. <laughs> like we start, we start learning the medical terms when we have to do it for so long, you know? Um, so that's a, that's a lot of it is just that I've been doing, having to take care of him for so long and mom's taking care of him. And so you start learning like, okay, well, this is wasting and this is, and plus my aunt is a speech therapist. So she uses all the big words. <laughs> so we've just kind of learned. How, I mean, obviously it's a blessing to have you. It's not a blessing that you have this. And I bet, how's your mom going through with all this? How's she doing? Um, so we're actually going to have a show on this. So mom and I have both, um, we're, we're dealing with some anticipatory grief um, because especially me right now, being positive and helping um, and just seeing decline um, is hard. I mean, that's, it's really, really hard to see it knowing that I'm positive. So, um, so you know, we're going to do, I'm going to do a show on anticipatory grief because I'm just learning what that is. The grief before death, you know, before like when somebody's you're anticipating your, yeah, you're anticipating your death. Right. So, um, it's hard, you know, we definitely, when we have decline, like there has been and progression, like there has been this year, because we, we were at a pretty steady place for a couple of years. And then this year has been a major decline. So it's been, it's been hard um, just trying to figure out well. And with COVID too, like we can't, we couldn't get him into a facility um, to help even for a short amount of time. And it's been hard getting care for him whatsoever, as far as Medicare and Medicaid. Um, so mom and I have had the brunt of it. Um, so, yeah, it's, but you know, he's, he's okay. He's, um, I moved them closer to me to make it a little bit easier. So they're within five minutes of me now. So I can, you know, get, yeah. get here and help mom. If there's an issue, um, I come over at night and help put him into bed. So mom doesn't have to do it alone. Um, you know, and he, they're good days and bad days. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but like I tell my mom, he's still there. He's not able to communicate as well as he used to, but he's still there. He's still aware of, of what's going on. And, um, I try really hard to make sure that he gets his wants and needs met. And, you know, if there's something that he, that he wants specifically for his medical care, I still involve him in that. Um, and ask, cause I'm legal guardian. So, um, but I want to, I want to make sure that he has like, you know, the big questions that they always ask, are you full code or do you, are you a DNR? Do you want a feeding tube, that thing? And I make sure that he's told me that. And I do it the way he wants me to do it. Um, and I think that's really important. Do you find, um, and I know as I dealt, it started diving deeper into this, you know, when, um, after I got diagnosed when I was in Australia, cause you know, I was in, in 2006 with the boys and I went to that Huntington's home, you know, in Melbourne and I couldn't believe, um, this, this older lady who was, was completely, she had a one caregiver that was taking care of her and nurse taking care of her, but she, she knew what was going on. I mean, she was so bright. She just couldn't, and I couldn't, I had never seen that side. So my mom, my mom worked in a law firm up until three years, uh, about three and a half years before she died. And Indianapolis, like a huge law firm, but she was becoming a liability. I was a law firm. But um, 
but her mind was my mom's mind was just incredible still you know boom and this lady when when finally she you know realized why i was there and she was so empathetic and sympathetic to me she would just she started crying and she was trying to tell me how sorry she was for me, but she was so interested. She was so, her, her mind was amazing. I couldn't believe it. And so yeah. now traveling around, seeing people like you do and talking to people, yeah, you think these people that are shutting down, well, no. they're not. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, physically, absolutely. But up here, it's all there. Whatever they love before, if they like Family Guy, let them watch put Family yeah. Guy. I mean, it's comforting. It's like it does when we're sick or we have the flu or a cold. It's the same thing. You want to be comforted. They just can't tell us that. Right. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So you feel the same way? Good. Good. Yes, I do. And that's one of the things my dad had. um, He had to have a kidney transplant uh, four years ago. During this? During, well, it was four years ago. So, but he, it was really hard on him because anytime you go through something like that, it's hard on the brain, right? The brain has to recover. And so, but his thing is music. He loves music and that's what brought him back. And, um, you know, it was like a light switch one day. We were playing music for him. One of his favorites. He likes journey. That's one of his favorites. (laughs) And, um, he came back and he's like, okay, I want to listen to this. And we were looking over, like he just talked to us. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing. Um, it's just little things like that, that, you know, sometimes we forget and it's so important that we keep that in the care and because it's quality of life, you know? Yes, absolutely. Especially, especially, you know, in the early stages, I think, I think we're so worried. And this is one of the reasons I love you because you are just living your life. You're not letting this stop you. And I just, I'm so happy to see that and to see because one of the things I keep stressing to people is we've got to stop acting like we're dying from this and we've got to start acting like we're living with it and you just keep going with it and so you live that every single day and I just love it I just love it well thank you I'm definitely nowhere near to be perfect or anything like that but I do have bad days, but I will tell you that the, the thing that's helped me the most, and it, and it happened a few years, more than a few handful of years ago, is when I be, when I found faith again. You know, that whole thing of man, a couple times I was um, I was never really spiritual growing up or anything like that. My, my folks weren't as well; they were divorced when I was young, and um, uh, and I never felt comfortable in like a mega church, like a big like if I ever went to like a big rock and roll church, especially in Nashville, you know, Franklin. There's all these massive you know and it's like a, you know it's a, like a rock show you know it's very right. it was never I, anyway when, when 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 my mom was getting rid of my past and my dad was getting ready to die i really wanted to if, if if i felt i needed to have a relationship with god or whatever that is for somebody i needed to feel that at that particular time but i wanted to know what it felt like if he's talking to me not somebody else telling me what he's saying to me right so um, when my first daughter was born, Spencer, who's now 30, oh, gosh. Um, her mom and her, 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 my wife at the time, we, they got me about this regular old, old school Bible, you know, Old Testament, New Testament, you know, little Bible. So, and I never even opened it. I opened it up and it was, I said, on January 1st, 2013, I did it. Uh, what, how many pages are here? Divided by 365. I'm going to read three, three and a half pages a day. And 
I want to know if that, you know, I don't want any other outside influence. I mean, other, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to yeah. go to church. I'm not going to, and it was incredible. I mean, the, the, thing, the things that I felt and then if a day was happening and I felt really bad, it just, it made sense to me. It, it, it spoke to me and it made me realize that, like you said, you know, we get busy living, we get busy dying. It's, it's hard. It, it sucks. But in my opinion, don't be enough. We're in the waiting room for the next best thing that's going to be over there. We're going to have a great big party when we get there. Lots of hugs. I love to hug people. And people, people need to know that it's okay to be okay. And it's okay not to be okay. It doesn't, it, I mean, whatever you're feeling, that's okay. Yeah. But don't be afraid to reach out to somebody. Don't be afraid to cry in front of someone. Don't be afraid to laugh. Don't be afraid to say, I just need you to hold my hand. It's not, never be embarrassed or ashamed about what's going on in your life. And it, it, as soon as that happened, I mean, I get, I mean, it, now I just get goosebumps all the time because it's like, you know, we're, we're all in this together, you know? So how can I, how can I, a man who's been given an amazing opportunity to travel the world doing what I love to do, um, how can I not feel fortunate every day that I wake up? No matter if I never do it again, how can I not, you know, what, what kind of example would I be leading yeah. to, to what I feel is correct, you know? So I know it's kind of silly. Sorry, I got No, there, it's but. not not silly at all. I think that's awesome. I think that's amazing. And you oh, and you are helping now the HD community by um, you started the Trey Gray Foundation. So, okay, so great. So you know what's funny? So, so you know I was involved with HDSA early, like in 2006 when I first but and the thing was, and I love, I love them. They raised so much, I, but I didn't understand. Honestly, I promise, because I'm first off, I'm a drummer, and you know, for the past 30 years, I've you basically had a tour manager saying, "This is what time you need to be up. This is what time, you know, right? You know, it's like I've almost had, you know, it's like I've been in high school or middle school my whole life. So I've had people end up, you know, take care of us. You know, that's what they do on the road. It's kind of it's really silly, and it sounds really bad, but um, so, but so. In my mind, I thought a nonprofit organization, not for profit, in my, was a three or four old lady who had some disease in their family, or you know what I mean, or the, whatever, and that they were close to that. Some were like that. I didn't realize that there were operating costs. I didn't realize, I thought everything not for profit meant anything you send in that goes out. Well, that's yeah. not the case. No. I love HDSA, but it's so huge and so big that when I stepped away from them, after a couple of years, it was only because I'm really bad at, and I don't know if you are like this too, and it's getting actually worse. Um, I really like to, and if I can't have control over something, um, I like to be aware of at least kind of what stuff's doing, where money's going, um, especially if it involves my name, right? Because um, that's all, you know, it's my, my, my not touching the legacy is a bad, bad, bad. But for my children or whatever, whomever, whatever, right? Or whatever people are going to remember me on earth about this. So I stepped away from HDSA because I wanted to have some more control over that. Sure. What I found out was that by, you know, even though if I raised you know, $40,000 and gave it to Vanderbilt, because um, I was in, in Nashville at the time, um, that would be great. And, you know, I started to get some big people giving checks and stuff, and I would go do something and get some checks. And so basically... I believe it was Dr. Clausen, and I should, I should look, but um, he said, this is great. You know, my, my family, we all went down there, but we can't, you know, we love you're getting your money. That's great. You know, we'll, we'll tag this as the, you know, through the trade grade foundation fund, but we can't, you know, we can't allow you to tell us where this money's going to go. You can say, 
we wish, you know, half of this would go for research and half would go to stuff. Well, at that particular time, too, even Vanderbilt, it's a huge, it's red tape. It's a huge, you know how it is. Yep. Everything's, so last year, finally, some of my friends up here, because I moved back home, you know, after I lost my parents. So I've been back home about five years. They said, let's just do this in-house, you know, let's just make it a the trade, we know, set up a 501c3, which we did. We're just, we got with our tax ID, um, and I could have control over merchandise. You know, I wanted to do, because I want, I wanted to eventually, and not for myself, but for our goal, I wanted to be a brand like Michael J. Fox Foundation. You know, I want, I want, like Ronald McDonald House, which you know, I want, like Citroen, I love Citroen in upstate New York. I want a place where people can go. If they want to, like you said, if your dad wants, if, if blue's his favorite color, we're going to paint his bedroom blue. Absolutely we are. You know yeah. why? Because you're going to die with some dignity. It's not a matter of how long we can sustain your life because you're going to die however that happens. Yeah. You, we need to make you comfortable in that presence. That's what your place in Australia was so amazing at. So because of the Trade Great Foundation, which which is now, it's you know, it's very important, um, we can say, we got 10000 bucks this month. Where are we going to do with it? Okay, send 5000 down to Vanderbilt. That's great. I want to send 4000 up to Citroen, okay? And there's a family that needs all their bills, you know, their, their mortgage paid and their electric bill. Send them a check for $1,000. I mean, that's important to that's me. Important. We have to take care of everybody that's here. We do have to take care of curing this horrible, horrible thing. Absolutely. But, but. during that, we have to take care of each other that's right, right now. Quality because of life. Not everybody Right. Nobody's as, I mean, everybody's not as fortunate as we are. Right. So because of my friends were so vocal about this and, and actually, and this was supposed to be, you know, how big a year this was because Reba had a new record. It did great. The boys had a new record. It did great. So we had the arena tour with Reba playing solo tour. We had the uh, uh, amphitheater tour with the boys. And then we had another 20 in Vegas together. You know, everything got, but we everything got wiped out. So I had three tours to do. We had a media blitz going. Citroen helped with that. So we'd already started it. I know you probably saw some of the things because we were preparing for this. Yeah. And I was going to go to different, you know, talk shows. Everything, COVID. But, <laughs> so, yeah, right. So, but at least we got, you know, we got some stuff going, you know, with the coffee and we got stuff going with the uh, T-shirts, which we're ready to do another round. Um, and so it actually worked out good. I could be home and actually kind of, I'm not... I don't feel comfortable being on the board and I don't feel comfortable. I'm the founder of it because you have to legitimately have to, have to you know how to do all that. Yeah. So because I don't want people to think that, you know, I would never take any monies from this or anything like that. You know, I would never abuse that at all. Uh, so it's great. I, my, it's my dear friends that are, are involved and, and, you know, we're, we're already helping people. So, I, you know, it's been a good thing. I, I, I hate that we have to use my name on it. I really do. But, I think it's good. I think people need to know, like, you know, this is somebody who's directly affected and wants to help other people and it's about quality of life and this is how we have to do it. And you're absolutely right. It's very important that we have money going towards research. It's very important to have those things and to have education, but we have to be able to provide a quality of life for everybody who's suffering right now. And this is the only way we have that happen. You know, that's just like um, the help cure HD for, um, for pre-genetic or um, for IVF with PGD, you know, doing yeah. that, that foundation is, is amazing because it's providing quality of life and, and stuff for people right now. And it's so important um, that we focus on that as well. I think, again, I think all of those things that HDSA is doing is great. All of those things that other organizations are 
doing for research and, and education are great, but we have to have more than that because we have people in need. Yeah, so, absolutely. and I definitely think Especially your name now. should be on it, <laughs> Especially now with COVID, yeah. So. You know what, I'm afraid to look at my Facebook every day. It's like, well, now who's mm-hmm. going to be pissed and who's going to say what about what? Yep. I mean, what's going on? What's going on? So it's, it's yeah, it's crazy. You know, you know. Oh, I do. So it's so that's hard. What's going on? I tell you. Oh, and because <laughs> my my buddy, who's the VP of the foundation, is my buddy Kevin Rapillo. So we started this really silly, bad, stupid podcast, okay, <laughs> called Trey and Kevin Changed the World. Um, and it was supposed to be Kevin and Trey, but the guy who wrote the song, it didn't, the diction didn't fit, so I'm not trying to put my name first. I, but so because when I'm in Nashville now, I stay with him and his wife um, instead of going to a hotel. And we would sit there and drink coffee in the mornings and we'd just, you know, be stupid dudes. He's a drummer as well. And just be guy talk. And, and she would just get up and have to go to work, and she just would bust our balls all the time. So pardon me for that. But, oh, you're fine. But our buddies thought it was funny. You know, they're like, you need to be recording this. You guys are hilarious because you, you guys are trying to save the world. We're like, yeah, we are. We're joking, joking. But So we had a couple episodes in the can, and we never did anything with it. And then COVID hit. So he's like, we're doing this. So I actually did one this morning again. But, so it's, it's on iTunes, and it's actually – it's done like we've gotten, not like you, but it's gotten like 500 downloads, you know, which for us, two dudes being really, really silly, and I don't recommend anybody to listen to it. Please don't. Because <laughs> oh, no. Now I'm sharing it. <laughs> well, but we go off on a little a musical-like stuff, yeah. but sometimes, sometimes because we're old road dogs, there's some expletives, which I don't like. We try to edit those out, but sometimes they get through. Um, he's very... He's kind of more liberal, and I'm a little more conservative. So it's funny because we'll jab at each other. I mean, he's one of my dear friends. Oh, yeah. Brother to me, but, but, but it's really – but that's been fun too, and that's actually opened up – actually, that's opened up for a couple uh, other HD people reached out to me because of that, which I – what are you guys doing? Not, not that's bad. I mean, thank you, but, like, why would you listen to this really bad? Any two fifty, you know, something-year-olds – Drinking coffee beats so stupid and silly. But anyway, so it's been really fun. That's good. That is really good. Now I'm going to have to go on there and listen to it and then share it because I'm very interested now to hear hear this. The best part of it is the theme music. The guy is this brilliant guitar player, and that's great that I I, I should give him a plug, and I can't. I mean, he's very, very well known. Um, Oh, my gosh. Anyway, he, he just... He just did it, and he sent it to us. He's like, guys, this is it. So we're like, well, okay, I guess we have to do this now, you know? That's awesome. That's great. That is awesome. Well, I'm very excited about your foundation. I'm very excited that I've gotten to talk to you today. It has been a long time coming for me. Like, I was – I was being a fangirl when I found out that we could finally do this. I was like, oh, finally going to get to talk to him. (laughs) Because you are – you're such an inspiration to me, just the fact that you're living with this disease and – being so positive and just doing what you want to do and, and um, spreading awareness that way and positivity. And, and it's hard, you know, I, especially I, I understand how hard it is with caregivers and you're living it every day because I do it, you know, I know that there's a lot of negative, but we've got to have that positive too, because that's how we make it through, especially for those of us who are directly affected. We need that positive and we need that for our quality of life. And that's what I tell my mom too. I'm like, you know, you got to be very careful 
with what you say around dad. You can't, because he needs that positivity. He hears you. He knows what's going on. And right. Right. So, you know, realize that he, he needs it just as much as I need it. And um, so I just love that you live your life that way. You're so positive and you're such an amazing energy. And I just, I just love you. And I thank you so much for coming on. I love you too. And I'm sorry it took so long. And I, I'd love to do this again anytime that we can unite both. Get our stuff together to make it happen. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, our phone notes and our dings and our, you know, our calendars together. Get a million but, notifications right. on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you very much. You're, you're mm-hmm. just, just hang in there. I got mm-hmm. your back. We're going to beat this. We're going to do this together. Everybody just. We got, we got, we got it. We got this. We got this. You know, we got some big hugs and love coming to you. You know. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for listening in. Hope you all have a great day. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications.